Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, I'm Robert Kelly, and welcome to a Record All Monsters uh, awards show and ceremony preamble. Tonight we will be announcing the. Uh, nominees for the Record All Monsters Award Show and Ceremony, a.k.a. the Rammies. Um, but before we get into that, Courtney and listeners, I uh, wanted to briefly address, we, we got the news uh, as we were setting up tonight that uh, someone in our, the sphere of movies we cover, uh, passed away this evening, uh, Bert I. Gordon who produced and directed movies like The Beginning of the End, where giant grasshoppers attack Chicago. Amazing. Uh, The Amazing Colossal Man, which... uh, So large. (laughs) It's about a man in a diaper who got real big from army experiments. Uh, And it's sequel, The War of the Colossal Beast. Who's the words from army? Um, War of the Colossal Beast, it's sequel, Large Man in Diaper again. (laughs) Um, Attack of the Puppet People, Little People. We saw that on Sven Gulli recent, like last time he had it on, maybe a year ago. I was going to say that sounds amazing. I don't remember watching that. You were disappointed that they weren't actually puppet people; that they were regular people shrunk down to doll size. Oh yeah, that sounds right. Uh, about right. The Spider. Um, the Magic Sword. Village of the Giants, which has the famous poster of. Uh, the blonde in a black bikini holding a normal-sized man up to her chest. Uh, Trick photography. Food of the Gods and Empire of the Ants. More giant ant. His initials... He was Bert Ira Gordon. His initials were B-I-G. And he lived up to that. And so just... We want to say uh, thank you for... What you did, Mr. Big. And, uh, that snoring is our dog, Mandy. And She's got allergies, just like her mama. But uh, we just want to say thank you, Mr. Big, for uh, the movies you gave us and the the culture and genre you helped to create. Um, He also did special effects on his own movies. And that's, that's just cool. Anyway, <laughs> Courtney, we're here to uh, announce the nominees for the, the Rammies. Yes. And uh, you you have them. And so what I would like you to do is let's go over the categories and, and discuss the nominees. 
best quick look. The King Kong Show. Lost Kaiju Films from Outside Japan. The Valley of Gwangi. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Well, you know how much I loved doing the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because I have a lot to say about that yes, one. Yes, you do. Um, but these are all fun. The reason I have for picking these four are these are the only four quick looks we did this year. Yeah. Um, which I'm sorry we didn't get to do more. There were more planned, mm -hmm. but uh, as y'all know, this year was hectic. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of these four. I'm pr I, I really like how all of them turned out. They're all very different from one another. And, uh, yeah. Looking forward to see what y'all have to say on that. What's the next category, Courtney? Best Monster Fight. Godzilla vs. Ebira 2. Ebira, Horror of the Deep. Godzilla, Minya, Rodan, Angiris, Gorosaurus, Kamunga, Mothra, Varen, Manda, and Baragon versus King Ghidra, destroy all monsters. I mean, with that lineup, how could you say no? Um, Ganyme versus Camobas. Space Amoeba. Giant Robot versus Emperor Guillotine. Voyage into Space. Godzilla and King Shisha versus Mechagodzilla. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. It is, it is King Shisha, right? Like a Shisha? Yes and no. So, like, that is what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we uh, ignorant Americans had a hard time pronouncing that. Shisha dogs weren't really, like, big in, like, the mainstream culture around here when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. So King Caesar is what people thought they were hearing, mm. and so they, Toho has listed that as the official English language name. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how could you not pick Destroyal Monsters? The, so I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here. I I picked these five. It was really hard for me to narrow this season's fights down to five because. This is we, the most fights I think we've had so far. I mean, it, it is, because season two, season one was mostly uh, movies establishing the genre, right? So now we have, you know, frankly, iconic fights in the franchise that were left out. Um, like the tag team wrestling match that we built the entire uh, Godzilla vs. Gigan episode around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon, with its absolutely bonkers resolution. Um, the terror of Mechagodzilla had great fights, and we, I, I had to pick five. And these are the five I picked, and Destroy All Monsters, I think, actually. And don't let this influence your voting, people, listeners, but what I'm just saying to you, Courtney, is there's not really only three or four monsters actually take part in that fight. Um, so you get a lot of standing around, and famously, <laughs> famously, uh, Varan, Manda, and Baragon are just like, whoop, in the back, just hanging out. <laughs> the Mechagodzilla fight's pretty amazing. Too. It's, I mean, for me, 
that's the only one that absolutely... That and the Destroy All Monsters one are the only ones that had to absolutely be on the list. Because uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, very special place in my heart, as you all know. Um, but I do think it holds up outside of my nostalgia. What do we got next, Courtney? Best dub. Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster. Walter Reed's Sterling Group dub. Return of the Giant Monsters. Gamera vs. Gauss. AIP dub. Son of Godzilla. Walter Reed Sterling Group dub. Godzilla's Revenge. All Monsters Attack UPA dub. Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. Godzilla vs. Hedora AIP dub. I am gonna go with my all-time favorite. Godzilla's Revenge. I, I think... So there, there are some movies I lived with longer uh, that the episodes took longer to produce for various reasons, mm -hmm. like the Godzilla's Revenge one, which had a, a massive essay attached to it. Me. I'm the massive essay. <laughs> no. Um, it had a massive essay attached to it. And there was a lot of time spent with that movie, and I, I grew to appreciate that, dubs, that dub in ways I had not before. Um, I think it's truly uh, something... There are so many layers to that film, and the dub actually manages to catch a few of them if you're paying attention. Uh, the same with the Godzilla vs. Hedora dub. They translated the lyrics to a song to get the meaning, more or less. It's not one for one. That's, that's a task. And the two Walter Reed Serling groups dubs. Uh, Peter Fernandez of Speed Racer fame. Indeed. Uh, directed and starred in those dubs. That was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. And those dubs are basically lost media now if you don't have the VHS tapes. Oof. So, I think... And I, I think they're really good. They're, they're, they know what they are. There's an art to dubbing. And yes. The, as for <clears throat> Gamera, AIP did such a good job with those dubs. And if you watch... Uh, if you have that... Uh, Arrow video Blu-ray set, you can watch it in Japanese, in the uh, AIP dub, and in the international dub that uh, Dai produced. And it's night and day. Christine Dai? No. No, Courtney. No. Sorry. No Phantom of the Opera tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, I still love you. Um... What do we got next? Best score. Masaru Sato, Son of Godzilla. Akira Ifukube, King Kong Escapes. Akira Ifukube, Destroy All Monsters. Richiro Manabe, Godzilla vs. Sedora. Masaru, Masaru Sato, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. I think these are all great. But the one that sticks in my head the most is Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. That is, and I think I'm on record as saying that, my favorite non-Ifukube Godzilla score. Um, Ifukube is a titan of 
the whole of this genre. Mm -hmm. um, and part of the reason I picked the two of his that I picked, Destroy All Monsters is almost like the typical Godzilla, the iconic Godzilla score, I should say. You have all of the themes he's written for the series up to that point in there, and he weaves them together very well. Whereas King Kong Escapes, you get some elements of his God, King Kong vs. Godzilla score, as well as new stuff, and it's, it's definitely an Akira Ifukube score, but it's also not so dependent on themes. Um, I also gotta say I really love the Son of Godzilla one, especially for that end scene where they turn into a real-life snow globe and I cry every single time. <laughs> um, Masuro Sato's two scores that I have on there mm -hmm. are... Wonderful. His Son of Godzilla score uh, really took me by surprise. A couple years ago, Toho officially released to streaming services the Showa-era soundtracks. And the one I was most excited for at the beginning, besides uh, Sato's scores for... score for Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, was his score for Ebira, Horror of the Deep. And when I, after I listened to it, the week it came out, I was actually kind of underwhelmed. It wasn't quite as, you know, mm -hmm. fun as I remembered. It was very yeah. good. And then the next week, the Son of Godzilla score came out, and it hung much better on its own as a piece of music. Hmm. Um, and so the next time we watched the movie after that score came out on the digital platforms, I was just blown away by how... Well, it works as its own piece of music, in addition to how it works <coughs> as a piece of film score. So that was why that one wound up there. And Riichiro Minabe's score, which one did I go with? Godzilla vs. Hedora. I, I went with that one over that Godzilla vs. Megalon. He did two Godzilla scores. Mm -hmm. I, I, I picked that one over Godzilla vs. Megalon for two, two reasons. One, it's his first time scoring a Godzilla movie, and it's flawless. It's very good. Uh, he creates a new theme for the character that's even referenced in the legendary Godzilla movie, in the first one, when Godzilla blows the head off the Queen Muto. It's the first two notes mm -hmm. of the fanfare he wrote. It's very good. And then, it's, it's actually a double reference because... Iconic. Because... It's also an inverse of uh, Masuro Sato's first Godzilla score in Godzilla uh, Rage Again. Mm -hmm. When he... Uh, the end of the overture piece, over the opening credits, has those same two notes, but reverse. So, you have in that piece by uh, Alexandre Desplat... A double reference mm -hmm. to two classic Godzilla scores and composers. Glorious. But this one went over the edge for me over his Megalon score because of the song. The fanfare? Well, the fanfare's in both of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. But the song. the uh, At the beginning? 
Yes, well, it's also a key part of the score. Yeah. Um, and if you listen to our Godzilla vs. Hidora live episode, where we talk over some clips from the film, you'll notice I, I do draw special attention to how the score is woven into the film's climax. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's a wonderful piece of music, and like the the piece by Sato, the pieces by Sato and Ihukube, they hang together on their own and complement the films perfectly. What have we got next, Courtney? Best director. Noriaki Yuasa, Gamera vs. Gauss. Haruyasu Noguchi, Gappa, the Trifibian Monster. Ishiro Honda, Destroy All Monsters. Yoshimitsu Bano, Godzilla vs. Hedora. Jun Fukuda, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. I don't know. I think it's going to be between the last two for me because of all the interesting things that they do in Me- Mechagodzilla. I'm going to say Godzilla vs. Hedorah because I love that movie. And it basically is like, look at all this trash. This is your trash. Godzilla is going to turn around and look at you and be like, what are you going to do about it? I think, so at the Oscars a few years ago, uh, the Queen biopic movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, Oh yeah. won Best Editing, and people were joking about that, saying maybe the voters at the Academy thought Best Editing meant Most Editing. <laughs> And they, the, a couple clips went viral on Twitter for how much editing was in, like, a minute of the yeah. movie. Um, I feel like with uh, Godzilla vs. Hedorah, that's the most directing. <laughs> I do think, I wouldn't have put it on the list if I didn't think Yoshimi Tsubano had done something really special, though. Mm-hmm. That movie is so unique. It's so fun and weird. And it, it again, it's just... But also very dark. It is its own thing. And I think I feel like he does balance the tones, the, the light and dark, very well. He set himself a huge challenge with that script. Um, Noriaki Yuasa, I feel like, is the, uh, the dark horse of this. You know, this is the third Gamera movie with Gamera vs. Gauss. And he had cre- he created Gamera. Created the series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the first film was a success, and the studio said, Okay, thanks, buddy. And they took it away from him. Ew. And gave it to a, a journeyman director for the second Gamera movie. And now, he's been proven correct. With being given the series back with Gamera vs. Gauss, which, you know, it's... I, I think I've said this about all three of these middle Gamera films. Um, from Gamera vs... Or four of these Gamera films from Gamera vs. Gauss to Gamera vs. Jagger. That they 
they hit the tone best of what the Gamera series could have been. And I think because it has the highest budget of them, Noriaki Yuasa was able to do what he most what he wanted in Gamera vs. Gauss. Um, Ishiro Honda's probably going to put this in his back pocket and walk away with it, is my guess. Uh, and not that he doesn't deserve it, to a degree. Destroy All Monsters is a uh, one of the best films of all the Godzilla movies. Not just because it has a hundred monsters in it, mm-hmm. but because it it represents so much of uh, Honda's ideas. And for Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, Jun Fukuda was an action director, and I feel like this is the first Godzilla movie where he really gets to make a Jun Fukuda movie that is also a Godzilla movie. And props, man. Like... Props. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> so, Courtney, what's our next category? Best Supporting Actress. Reiko Kasahara as Sumiko Kanemaru. Gamera versus Gauss. Peggy Neal as Dr. Lisa Schneider. The ex from outer space. Mia Hama as Madame Piranha. King Kong Escapes. Kyoko Ai as the Kylak Queen. Destroy All Monsters. Marie Kiko as Miki Fujinomiya. Fujinomiya. Godzilla vs. Hedora. Um, I think any of these would be a great pick. Because it's... The Kylak Queen is pretty great, as far as villain-wise. She's amazing, um, and she scares me. Yes. Um, the the. And she's styling. Um, and I also really like Marie Kiko. And. It w- it's kind of cool to see a lady who is also a doctor, a scientist, yes. in a movie from this era. And Peggy Neal does a good job. Um, I feel like her her performance in The Extra Matter Space mm-hmm. is probably the standout. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's very broad. Yeah. It's very broad. We, we've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag la- Race lately. Yeah. And I feel like uh, her character... <laughs> I feel like most of these characters could have been drag characters. 
Yeah. With the exception of Sumiko Kanamaru in Gamera vs. Gauss. She's, of all the older sister characters in Gamera movies... Yes. She is the most... Fleshed out. Yes. And I really think she stands out in that way. Mm-hmm. From the older sisters in Gamera movies. <laughs> um, and she has some actual story contributions as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important to recognize that. Um, Miyahama. Come on. Miyahama. Bond girl. Villain extraordinaire. Hmm. Uh... And uh, uh, Marie Keiko. That is another iconic performance, like we were talking about with the Keylock Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, her character in Godzilla vs. Hedorah. Icons. Yeah. And she's real cute. <laughs> Alright, Courtney, what we got next? Best Supporting Actor Akihiko Hirata as Red Bamboo Captain Ryui. Abira, Horror of the Deep. Now, Yuki Abe as Eiichi Kanemaru, Gamera vs. Gyaos. Tadeo Takashima, Takashima as Dr. Tsunetsu Kosumi, Son of Godzilla. Kenji Sahara as Moonbase Commander Nishikawa, Destroy All Monsters. Goro Matsumi as Kuronoma Black Hole Alien Commander Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I think I would pick uh, Tadao. Okay. Is that how you pronounce that? Tadao Takashi. Yeah. Uh. He does a great job as the head of the expedition. Indeed. And walking around smoking a corncob pipe very Ward Cleaverly <laughs> over the whole situation. Yes. It's a, a distinct character. Mm-hmm. Um, I did nominate the Kenny of Gamera vs. Gauss. Oh, yeah. He was very He's cute. very good. And I think he has a really standout scene that if you watch the AIP dub or the Japanese original his his performance really comes through. Yes, he's definitely the best uh, actor in the group. He he has this scene where the the farmers the Ke- the Kennys, I mean. Yeah, the farmers in the village are upset with his grandfather for telling them to hold out longer to sell to the comp- to the highway company to buy uh, to sell their land. And now that there's giant monsters, they're probably not going to be able to sell their land. So they're all coming mad at his grandpa. And when they're out there yelling at him, he comes out holding his toys, throwing them at the people, saying, "Take them and sell them because you're greedy." That's if that'll keep you off my grandpa's back, that'll keep you off my grandpa's back. Mm-hmm. And he does such a good job. He's so genuinely emotional in that part of the film. And I, I think it's a highlight 
of yeah. one of them. And, and he just looks so damn happy riding on Gamera's back when Gamera saves him. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, Kenji Sahara... Uh, I, I'm not... I do know why I put him at Best Supporting Actor, although he could ostensibly be called the lead of Destroy All Monsters. That cast is so big. There's so many people that there isn't really a lead. Um, I feel like. The monsters. The, mon- the monsters are the leads. and But he, he really does stand out among that cast, as he always does when he... He, I also considered nominating him for Space Amoeba because he does a fantastic job playing against type there. But I felt this was more of the kind of Kenji Sahara role. Um, Akihiko Hirata as the Red Bamboo Captain. I just love him from... He, he's in the Godzilla franchise, the Showa era. First movie... Dr. Serizawa, last movie, Dr. Mafune. Yeah. And here in the middle, as some guy with an eye patch. He's pretty great. He's he's very enjoyable in, in that role. And uh, Kuronuma, the black hole alien commander, he's so into it. Sitting around, smoking his cigars, drinking his brandy, wearing his his foil space suit. Cussing a little, damn Godzilla. Uh, Of the of the alien leaders we've seen in the Godzilla series, I mean, we we get the Zillions are overrepresented, in my opinion, in Godzilla media. Mm -hmm. They're all kind of bland. Mm -hmm. They're fun, and their design's great, but they're all literally clones of each other. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have the ape-faced black hole aliens here, and the Keylocks in Destroy All Monsters. Mm-hmm. And they're a blast. And they're having fun with it. Indeed. From, from the, the Keylock Queen going, Ha <laughs> Stupid humans! <laughs> to, to the uh, black hole alien commander going, Stupid humans! <laughs> they're having a great time and I love it. Yes. What do we got? Best Actress. Kumi Mizuno as Deo, Ebira, Monster of the Deep. Bibari Maeda as Saeko Matsumiya, Son of Godzilla. <laughs> Linda Miller as Lieutenant Susan Watson, King Kong Escapes. Yukiko Kobayashi as Gyoko Manabe, Destroy All Monsters. Tomoko Ai as Katsura Mafune. Terror of Mechagodzilla. I think I am going to pick Taiko. Taiko's a great character, and she's called Raiko in the uh, Peter Fernandez directed dub. Oh, yes. Um, but she's. She's. She's just really, really good. Yeah. And she's, she's a very fun character. I don't like in the international dub the way um, they dub her doing like pigeon speak, mm-hmm. but in the Peter Fernandez dub, she's just she's wonderful, and in the Japanese version, she's she's great as well. Um, 
these are the lead actresses. And yes. I know I was saying that there are no real leads in uh, Destroy All Monsters, but I immediately break that with Yokiko Kobayashi. But, you know, if there is a human lead, it's her. She's mm-hmm. the the leader of the mind-controlled turncoats. And then... Yeah. And then she's she, very good. And and then she takes over almost the the resistance effort when she snaps out of it. Mm-hmm. So she she I think deserves that top billing. Linda Miller, of course, gives a. We've said iconic a few times, and I'm not even sure if that's what I mean about her performance. Memorable. Unforgettable. When you look at the. American actors in Toho movies, you have, like, Nick Adams, Nick Adamsing all over the place in Frankenstein Conquers the World, and then being like Nick Adams times two in Godzilla vs. Monster Zero. Alright, he's just like, the, the part I always think of when I see him is, we're gonna fight to the last man, baby! Uh, in that movie. And then you have Russ Tamblin sleepwalking through War of yep. the Gargantuas. So I think Linda Miller finds that line. She was working as a model in Japan when she got that role. And I think she... Nick Adams is so tied to his own persona that that's one issue. And then she's got Ransom Rhodes as her leading man. And he's a piece of two by four. <laughs> so she she really brings it, I feel like. Linda Miller does a great job. And Tomoko I as Katsura Mufune that whole movie is built around her character. Mm-hmm. She carries it so well. And, you know, she, she... There's a reason that that character has lived on and is so memorable for so many people who see that movie. And it's not just because they want robot girlfriends. <laughs> She's pretty great. I think I would vote for her. Okay. Best actor Akira Takarara as Yoshimura the Robber, Ebira, Horror of the Deep. Kojiro Hongo as Foreman Shiro Tsutsumi, Gamera vs. Gauss. Akira Kubo as Goromaki, Son of Godzilla. Tomonori Yazaki as Ichiro Miki, Godzilla's Revenge. Hiroshi Ishikawa as Gengo Odako, Godzilla vs. Gigant. Girl, you know my favorite one. <laughs> you know. So, I, I feel like last season's awards show, I nominated Sean Winters as the little boy from Gorgo. Oh, he was so good. For best actor, or best supporting actor possibly. I don't have the old ballad in front of me. Because it could be argued whether or not he's the lead character of the film. He's certainly the voice of reason. Yes. There is no arguing that Tomonori Yazaki 
as Ichiro, is the lead character of Godzilla's Revenge. Correct. It's basically his dream. I... I'm glad to see that there is something of a renaissance for this movie going on. As you all know, it is something a, a movie I care about deeply that had a great deal of formation on who I am and how I see things. Um, it's very special to us. But also, if you look at the, the way that character is portrayed from, you know, cowering in fear... Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, to standing up for himself, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and almost joyfully standing up for himself. Yeah. The vulnerability he shows also <clears throat> for that brief moment when uh, his his uh, older friend takes him, comes to collect him after the thing with the bank robbers. Mm-hmm. Very real. And I think part of the reason his performance gets dumped on by so many people is we, we see ourselves as a mirror to him. And I think it's very too real to see yourself that way, with that vulnerability and that weakness. And that takes up so much more of the film than his strength and self-empowerment at the end. Which, on the complete opposite side of that is uh, Hiroshi Ishikawa as uh, Gengo in Godzilla vs. Gaigan. Or as you called him, Japanese Jonathan. <laughs> yes. From Stranger Things. Yes. Um, he is great as this lazy oblivious Almost entitled. Yeah. There's this effortlessness to his portrayal of it as well. That's another of my faves. And he does he does a serious turn in Terror of Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. but I think <clears throat> this this effortlessness with this mm-hmm. character and some of the, the physical acting Yes. Is just pitch perfect. Yeah. I guess I would vote for him. But well, but don't sleep on Akira Kubo yeah. as Goro and son of Godzilla, the Hawaiian shirt-wearing reporter. The himbo? I love that character. He's, <laughs> like, completely unconcerned with gender norms or anything. Yes. Uh, he, he's pretty great. He wears his colorful shirts. He cooks the food. Um... He takes pictures. He's just... He's living his best life. Yes. He is Innocent Smith from the G.K. Chesterton novel Man Alive, but Japanese and not married. (laughs) Um, Yet. (laughs) He will be when he gets back to Japan. Um, And that's another thing. He has really great chemistry with uh, Babari Meida in that movie. Um... And then Kojiro Hango, this is really his chance to shine in the Gamera franchise. And he does. I think he does. Mm-hmm. He's relegated to a side character in the next film, and then he doesn't come back. Huh? Oh, Mandy's doing a little sleep boof. She's chasing cats in her dreams. Uh, that, I take that to mean that she likes Kojiro Hango for the, for the win. 
Her little <laughs> leggies are twitching. And then we have uh, Akira Takarada as well, who we lost uh, this past year. Mr. Handsome was his nickname. And this is a, a different role for him in Ebira Horror of the Deep. He's, um, he's playing a bad guy. A bad guy with a... The, the, the bank robber with a heart of gold. Yeah. And that's fun. Robert's favorite kind of character. Oh, my favorite kind of... Okay, alternatively to the, the criminal with the heart of gold is the, uh, the good person who turns to crime. And yeah. I, I know they're kind of the same thing, but with one you get a corruption narrative, and with the other we get a uh, redemption narrative. Mm-hmm. But Akira Takarada, he he does a great job in this film, particularly transitioning from um, heartthrob, who doesn't have much put on him in terms of how the movie, like his role is the romantic lead before this and now he is the I'm getting too old for this guy so I, I think all of these are good choices of course I do I picked them alright Courtney our last category you left off my two favorites um, I talked about Tomonori Yazaki first no I was talking about for best picture I'm read, read the nominees Gamera versus Gauss. Gappa, the Triphibian Monster. King Kong Escapes. Destroy All Monsters. Godzilla versus Hedora. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Terror of Mechagodzilla. Okay, so yes, I did. Well, I thought Godzilla versus Hedora was your other favorite. That is in my top three. Godzilla vs. Hedorah, Godzilla's Revenge, Godzilla vs. Gigan. So, Courtney, Godzilla vs. Gigan is objectively kind of bad. But it has Godzilla Land. Yeah, no, it doesn't have Godzilla Land. Whatever the name of it is. World Children's Land. World Children's Land. Which is great, but... Uh, we also have repeated use of stock footage with no purpose the way there's a purpose to the stock footage in Godzilla's Revenge, which I left off because as much as we love it, as much as I love it, there are more creative films in the franchise, specifically I'm thinking Hedorah. Yes, that's the one I would pick. And there... Ishiro Honda is going... I, I tried not to have him overrepresented on this list and he already has three films on the best picture list because he made some really good movies in this era um (laughs) Gappa I feel like is the dark horse on this it it's effect scenes are done really well Partly because they just stole people from Toho to do it. Um, and Gamera versus Gauss, again, I feel like this is Noriaki's, Noriaki Yuasa's victory lap. Mm-hmm. He's like, you tried to do Gamera without me, and you couldn't. I think that's his statement with Gamera. As well as, without like I said... Without me. Sorry. 
like I said with Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla um, Jun Fukuda finally got to make a Godzilla movie that was also a Jun Fukuda movie which is why I would put that over Gigan particularly and then also his other two objectively good Godzilla movies with Son of Godzilla and Ebida. And I know I keep saying objectively good or objectively bad. And I don't necessarily believe that, but a line had to be drawn somewhere. The best picture couldn't just be my favorites or your favorites or our favorites. It had to take into consideration consensus. Which I kind of hate. But if this is going to be an actual representation of what our listeners think... I have to think outside of myself a bit. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, Terror of Mechagodzilla, Destroy All Monsters, King Kong Escapes, uh, Arishiro Honda movies, and I think drawing the line at three movies for him, which is a lot, because... Those are three very different films. Uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla is so much darker than Destroy All Monsters, and it kind of brings together all the ingredients of the Godzilla franchise up to that point. And King Kong escapes. He's just doing whatever he wants. And I think that's great. I think it's also probably the most unique film after Godzilla, after Godzilla vs. Hedorah on the best picture list. So those are our nominees. Mm -hmm. uh, the ballot will be linked in the description of this episode and go up on our social medias. Mm -hmm. Which are at recordallmonsters.pod on Instagram at monstersrecord on Twitter and if you type in recordallmonsterspodcast on Facebook who popped right up. We also have a website, recordallmonsterspod.wordpress.com and if you have any questions, you can contact us at recordallmonsterspod at gmail.com Also, with all of the anti-LGBT um, legislation going around, um, to our, our listeners who identify as members of that community. You have our, our solidarity and support. and We love you. Mandy loves you. Godzilla loves you. And there... Like, words don't even describe my rage about what is going on. So, just know that we support you, and... We support you, we love you, we'll do what we can for you. Mm-hmm. One, one of the reasons I wanted, of all my interests, to pursue a podcast about giant monster movies is because of how much monsters can mean to people on the outside 
of the quote-unquote mainstream. These are our surrogates. These are our champions. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of this show. Yes. Anyone who is an outsider has a home within our listenership, within our circle. Mm-hmm. And that means you. I point at the microphone like you're here. I'm pointing Mandy's paw. <laughs> so when when people are awful about who you are and they call you a monster, remember who our monsters are. And remember... They're the good guys. They're the good guys. And remember... Their virtues as monsters are what make them who we love. Keep that in mind before we come back with the Rammies and remember that monsters are your friends and so are we.